Welcome to the Marketing Mix Podcast with Elena and Stacy. Each week, we'll bring you ideas that you can implement in your own marketing strategy. We'll share what we know, as well as advice from industry experts, some of whom will join us from time to time here on the show. Are you ready to mix it up? Let's get started. Hey there, this is Stacy Jackson. And I'm Elena Jackson. We're co-founders of Jackson Marketing. We're also sisters. And we're bringing you episode nine of the Marketing Mix Elena, what is today's episode about? Today, we are bringing you a recap of the conversation that we just had with VanillaSoft on a webinar about webinars. We talked about how VanillaSoft has gone from zero to 1,000 registrants within about a year's time on their webinars. Great. I love working with the team at VanillaSoft. They've been a client for a long time, and uh, we both enjoy working with the team and We've all done some fun stuff together, and I can't wait to share what this brand has done with our webinar game. Absolutely. Like they said, it's been a pleasure working with them, and we're so excited to bring you some of the stuff that we talked about with them today. But before we dig into all that after the show talk, let's take a break and hear from our sponsor. And we're back. Hey, I never get to say that. I got to say that this week. All right. So this week we postponed our regular Monday episode so that we could release on Wednesday to bring you some highlights from our webinar with VanillaSoft where we talked about webinars and how VanillaSoft has really up their webinar game. We work with VanillaSoft for several years now, and we've been lucky enough to get to stick around when the new CMO, Daryl Pearl, came on board and... It was around late 2017, and he has really pushed the brand to take on new forms of media and its content marketing practices. And while webinars aren't new, the VanillaSoft approach is, and at, at least compared to how the team did it in the past. Yeah, it's gone from that standard PowerPoint, guest speaker, pitch formula to more of almost like a talk show where Daryl is the host, and he presents five to seven topic points and discusses that with the guests. And it's totally unscripted. Everything's authentic and has a great flow to it. Now, we don't want to give away everything that we talked about in the webinar. Instead, we're going to provide a link to the recording in the show notes of this podcast. However, we are going to hit on eight takeaways that marketers can start doing today to improve their webinar game. So what's first, Lane? I think first we consider having an authentic and natural flow to the the whole conversation and process. So no more death by bullet points and uh, reading through the PowerPoint. That's the worst. Yes. It's like you can so tell that someone is reading when they talk like this throughout the whole PowerPoint. And nobody wants to hear that. Nobody's going to stick around for that. So especially if the bullets are on the screen. (laughs) Exactly. What's the point? (laughs) Just send me the, the presentation then. Yeah. So I think that's that's the first thing. It's key to be authentic and don't script it. Just have an have a conversation. And maybe you do want to practice run through, but don't over rehearse. I think we've made that mistake even in podcasts where we've over rehearsed it and then it wasn't as fun and authentic the second time around. So, you know, talk through it, but don't overdo it when you're getting ready. The next point, point number two, is think beyond email. Yes, your email list, if you have one, can be a great source of webinar registrations, but, you know, that's not the only place to turn to. No. And that's where you really need to consider social. I know that a lot of companies don't see the benefit of social, but if you do it right, you can really 
make an impact on your reach and the number of registrants you drive to your webinars. And don't just rely on your company social. Get your whole social army involved. You know, get your employees, get your connections on different sites like LinkedIn, Facebook, Twitter. Get your connections to to retweet and share it for you. You know, just think outside of the box of just your company's brand. Yes, your company brand can reach a certain amount of people, but you can get 561% more reach if you get your employees to start engaging and sharing that content and promoting it for you. And I think that's where your point about companies not embracing social media comes into play. I think a lot of companies today do embrace using that corporate profile, but they're not empowering their employees to go out there and participate in the conversation. And that can be insanely powerful. I think another thing that is important to remember is not to get wrapped up in the numbers of attendees. Go to webinar reports that while registrations can be high, On average, attendance for a live webinar is 50 or or fewer. But that doesn't mean you shouldn't still make your webinar something that is engaging and that people will want to continue to come back next time. Yeah, I think that can be a little discouraging when you think about, oh man, 500 people registered but only 50 attended. Just think about it that they register because they see the value in it and they will probably view it at some point in the month. Like Smart Insights reports that only 36% of registrants actually attended the live webinar, but within a month, by using email reminders to the registrants, the majority of people who registered ended up viewing the webinar recording. Yeah, so I think that it's good to understand that yes, you're generating leads, but you also want to deliver an experience for those that are watching live and that might watch later, that it's an experience they'll remember and they'll be able to take something from. And they'll remember you later when they have a need for a product like yours. Exactly. We talked about recording, but make sure you are recording them. Don't make it a, oh, you missed it, so tough. You can use that recording later to as a lead magnet, and you can use it to even help the people who weren't able to attend catch up on the topic. Right, so it's an ongoing process where you're continually capturing leads, and I think that's a great marketing strategy. Point number four is all about the equipment. Now, if you're a little bit older, maybe, and in uh, business for a while, the only equipment you needed when webinars were first cranking out was a speakerphone and a computer. But these days, you got to be a little fancier. And Daryl definitely shamed us when it comes to the microphone front. (laughs) We did not have good mics. We had omnidirectional mics. So if someone sneezed and dropped a pin in the corner, it would be heard on our mic. So Daryl showed us the error of our ways. And we now have unidirectional cardioid mics. So that means it's generally just picking up the sound of the person's voice who's speaking into the mic. And don't tell him I said this. But he was right. (laughs) It does make a difference. It does. Another thing that you want to consider is a great webcam. If you're going to do video on your webinars, you can get a a webcam that's not super expensive, like a Logitech C922 Pro. That's what we use for our webcams, and it's not going to break your budget. And that's one of the better ones available, but there are higher quality options. If you have the budget for it, go for it. You can try to use a webcam on your laptop, but it probably won't deliver as nice of a picture as a separate webcam, but you can definitely do that as well. You don't have to spend a lot of money 
money for a nice picture. And one more thing, going back to the audio front, I kind of made a little joke about people who started out in webinars when they first began using speakerphones. If you don't have the budget for whatever reason for a mic, even though our mics were really inexpensive and we'll put a link to the Amazon uh, page for them, don't just go with an open um, speakerphone. Put on a headset or something so that you can reduce as much background noise as possible. All right, Elena, what's tip number five? Now we're going to talk about some of the software. Not everyone is going to have as complex a setup as VanillaSoft because they have an awesome producer of all of their systems that can work with those complex systems. But you can use things like GoToWebinar or Zoom and both integrate with our favorite marketing automation, which is HubSpot, and both allow video. So you've got a nice human touch to the whole process of your webinar and it's it's more authentic. But Zoom also has an an option for live stream over social. So you've got an even bigger chance to get your reach out more during the process to do the live stream over social. Yeah, but with Zoom, just make sure you've chosen the webinar package with video if you do want to do that live stream part. Right. Right. Some other software you need to consider as part of your webinar program is marketing automation so that you can manage those email contacts. Yeah, you can do it through GoToWebinar or Zoom, but you can have more control over the branding if you do it directly through a tool like HubSpot um, to create both your emails and your landing pages. Plus, you'll have all your contacts in that marketing automation tool so you can nurture the people that registered. And you can set up a landing page to capture people later when new people want to come watch the recording. Another thing that we recommend is using some planning software so that you can have your steps in place and everybody knows what they're supposed to do when it comes time to execute the webinar. Right, because there can be a lot of different pieces depending on how involved you make your webinar. So having a tool definitely helps. Stacy. Yes. How do people pick their topics? I'm glad you asked because that's point number six. There's several different ways that you can pick your topics. Yeah, you can go with the tried and true topic that everybody in your industry seems to talk about. That's fine. But look for a unique angle on that popular topic. Don't just do the same old stuff that your competitors do. Make it fresh and original and something that will really get people's attention. Another great way to find topics is you have to be active on social media yourself or at least have a great team of people who are willing to go do the research and listen on social media. You got to listen for what are people in your industry discussing. And don't just look at your network. Look at people beyond your network who are in your industry or niche. What are the things that are really generating the most comments on LinkedIn or Twitter, maybe even Facebook, uh, and getting people excited. Don't forget to look at that. And to your point about having other people help with those, finding those topics, you know, one of the things that we talk about and that we do with VanillaSoft is when people are engaging with the content on the company page, if it's something they make a comment and it's something that seems like oh, that'd be a good podcast or that'd be a good webinar topic. I immediately just shoot Daryl a Slack message or I tag him in a comment saying, hey, Daryl, good podcast topic. But it's just a way to get more engagement and and find those topics. And so look at what you've got going on in your comments. You may find something that someone's sharing a topic right there and you maybe you're just overlooking it. And Elena, by company page, you mean the company's social media page, right? Right. Sorry, I didn't explain that. But yeah, so the company's social media page, as well as 
those individual people that you work with. Mm -hmm. And then final point on picking a topic. Don't pick a sales pitch as your topic. Resist the urge. Please. I mean. For the love. Yes. Everything that marketing does should eventually lead to something productive for sales. But. They can go to your website and get all that info. Yes. But also, if you've targeted the right topic with the right speaker that appeals to your buyer persona, then these people will be marketing qualified leads that you can nurture and then turn into sales qualified leads. So you're not just talking about how to blow bubbles with hubba bubba bubble gum or something crazy. You're talking about things that are important to the people who buy your product or service. So stay informational, educational. Don't go in for the hard sale on a webinar because people don't stick around and you don't get to 1,000 registrations just based on a sales pitch unless it's amazing. Kind of like my pillow or something. I'd go watch that webinar. I love that guy. I'm going to call you out, though. Do you have a MyPillow? No, I don't. But I just, uh, I, I love Mike Lindell of MyPillow. I have a MyPillow <laughs> and it, it rocks. Okay, so the next thing that we're going to talk about is choosing your guest. And as Daryl pointed out, maybe you don't have people in your circle right now, but that should not be stopping you from reaching out to them. Just have a terrific kind of offer or experience when it comes to doing webinars that you can pass on to them and and get them excited about it. Talk to other people on your team and in your company about who they kind of view as influencers and authorities in your industry and get their ideas, get information from them and suggestions. And then get on social, like Stacey said a minute ago, get on social and listen and look for people who have a unique viewpoint and that are active and, and commenting and not just commenting with, hey, great post, but they're actually adding value to the conversation look for those kind of people and they're going to be the ones that will be good guests and one point about that getting active on social the reason one of the reasons at least why vanilla soft's webinar registrations have grown so much is daryl is very involved in social and very interested in talking about things on social media with other people and just very charismatic and enjoys being the face of the brand if you don't have someone like that in your company find that person maybe they're in your company now or maybe there's someone that you need to have on your team. It makes a huge difference to have that kind of cheerleader. What's the word I'm looking for, Stacy? That champion? Yes, champion. That champion for your company that people can start to recognize, hey, that's Daryl Prill. He's with Vanilla Soft. And it, it makes a difference and it puts that human aspect back into it. People want to connect with a person right. more than they want to connect with a brand. And I think that kind of goes back to the Edelman Trust barometer, Elena, that I know we've mentioned a few times, but people connect with people. People don't necessarily connect with or trust brands. And sure, there's varying levels of people that people trust, but, you know, Daryl is very charismatic. He brings some personality and a face to the brand. I think it's made a big difference in the webinar program. I completely agree with you there, Stace. And now on to point number eight, which is post-event. So there's some activities that you need to be focusing on after the webinar. You need to be nurturing those leads. And if you have a solution uh, marketing automation like HubSpot, you can set those up and it automatically happens. Use video to get new leads where you're, you've got the video of your webinar and you gate it. And so someone has to fill out a form and you capture their information and then they get access to it. So that means you need to keep promoting that webinar on social. Right, right. 
not every day, no, but every, every so often, make sure that you're promoting it throughout time. And then repurpose, if possible, maybe write a blog post from it or do a little teaser video or just something to... Gener- or a podcast. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> That's a good one. Just something to continue momentum. Those are eight points that we kind of wanted to bring as a takeaway from our webinar today with Vanilla Soft. If you haven't seen it yet, we will definitely provide the link for you in the show show notes. It's really great information. Vanilla Soft takes webinars to a whole new level and it's not something that we can just talk about here because it's definitely a team effort and we want you to hear directly from the people that do each part. We hope that you got some good information here and that we also hope that you will go and watch the webinar because it's just so much more information than what we shared here. These are just some high level takeaways that we wanted to bring to you. If you have any questions for us, you can reach us on Twitter you can catch Stacy at Stacy underscore Jacks. That's S T A C Y underscore J A X. You can catch me on Twitter at Elena underscore Jax, A L A N N A underscore J A X. Or you can catch both of us on LinkedIn. And another thing you can do is go to the Anchor app and leave us a voicemail. I hope that you will prepare for your next webinar and take some of these action items and apply them. Until next time, bye. Bye. The Marketing Mix is hosted by Stacy Jackson and Elena Jackson of, you guessed it, Jackson Marketing. If you need help with your B2B inbound marketing efforts, visit us at jacksonmarketingservices.com. Yay!